win or lose, are we feeling the love this morning? Well, now that we've had time to sleep on it, let's talk about it. It's time for Monday Morning Quarterback on WTMJ Now. Oh, we've had time to sleep on it. Big time sports guy Brandon Snyder joining me in studio. I'm Steve Scafidi, and this is the final edition for this season of Monday Morning Quarterback. How are you feeling on this? Angry. <laughs> You're angry You know, still? like the, the, the stages of grief, you yes. know, uh-huh. anger, uh-huh. sadness. Uh-huh. Yesterday was really sad. I my wife thought I my wife thought yesterday she did something wrong because mm-hmm. I just didn't I didn't talk to anybody. Even your wife? No. Or the dogs. <laughs> and You're like I used to be twenty years ago. And I just sat thing. I sat after the game I sat and I didn't move. I didn't look at anybody. I didn't talk to anybody after that game for about an hour and a half. Cool. And down, then yeah. And then it wasn't so much anger. I was just so defeated by that loss because I just felt like, the, well, I shouldn't say I felt like. They did. They outplayed the best team in the NFL, the Packers, the youngest team this year in the NFL, outplayed the best team in the NFL for 97% of that game. Did you blame the kicker like I did? No. No? No. Why I don't, don't you blame the kicker? Because that you knew what you were getting with Carlson. He's done it all year. I know, but I have one expectation. If that's your job, you, you only play like 30 seconds in a game as a kicker, right? Right. Kickoffs, field goals, extra points. 30 seconds, 45 tops. Sure. Make your, make your damn kicks. Well, I mean, yeah, I could argue that. That, yeah, he should have made the kick. What does that kick do? It's a seven-point game. They would have tied it anyway. Okay, then we would have got then the we, ball back. And who knows if Love would have forced a pass. Yeah, you know, right. We don't know. But I blame... Jordan Love for two errant interceptions. I blame You made a great point about that though. In those last what four drives, he was missing a couple offensive linemen. Yeah, Rasheed Walker was out and Zach Tom missed like the last quarter. Yeah, he was he was running for his life basically. Yeah. So, you know, injuries were part of it. I blame Darnell Savage for dropping what should have been a pick six. Very Dallas esque. I blame Keyshawn Nixon for dropping what should have been his was even more errant, uh the interception that he should have had. Mm. That would have Definitely have iced that game, probably. I mean, there's a lot of things that you can blame. I think you blame Carlson, sure. You know, make the kick. It's your one job. You know, conditions weren't great. You know, raining, wet field. But that's a total team loss. They beat themselves. They didn't capitalize anything. And here's the other thing. And I don't want to do this, you know, on this platform because I'm, I'm not blaming this on them. But for next year, Roger Goodell has to figure out the referee situation. Yeah, it's bad. It, it, you cannot spot a ball for the Matt Lafleur to waste a challenge mm-hmm. because they were off by almost two yards. Like yeah. it, they don't know how to spot a ball. And if you if you don't want to use their eyes or their judgment, soccer has a wonderful technology figured out with who's offsides right. and, and when they are, and put a chip in the ball and figure out what the first down is. Figure that out because my. God, that refereeing was terrible on Saturday. Yeah, not just that game, other games. Yeah. He is Brandon Snyder, big time sports guy. This is Monday Morning Quarterback. You can join the conversation. Some people have already have done that. 855 616 1620, WTMJ Talk and Text Line. Your final thoughts, closing thoughts on what was a surprise season. I want to talk about a little bit about the positive because there are a lot of positives with this team as we uh, approach the offseason. An interesting one for the Packers. Big contract ahead for Mr. Jordan Love. So maybe some key acquisitions to take this team to the next step, which would be the NFC Championship game, maybe the Super Bowl. Lots of positives. We'll try to focus or refocus big-time sports guy Brandon Snyder on the positive. We'll see if that works or not. That's next in WTMJ. It's love. Couple fakes going. Wide open in the end zone. It is. Mel 
intercepted. Is he get the feet down? He is. Touchdown. Jordan Love, that was a great throw, great catch. I, I, we were all, I was watching at my daughter's house, we are all like, did he juggle that thing? Yeah, it was like the most uncelebrated oh. touchdown because you're like, wait a minute, did he catch it? Yeah. Were both feet down, did he secure the ball, did he survive the fall? Hey, NFL, fix how what a catch and isn't a catch. And that's number one of on my positives for 2023, 20, uh, I mean, and going looking ahead to this year. Um, Jordan Love, mm-hmm. we know what we have now, and it's not going to make the fans of the Bears or the Vikings or the Lions really happy, but I think we know what we have didn't have a great end of his game, but we pointed out earlier that he was missing two of his offensive line, which meant he had to run for his life. <laughs> but Jordan Love had one heck of a, essentially a rookie season, because he didn't really play in the other seasons very much. And he, he performed at the highest level. That's what you want from a quarterback. I, that's a positive for me. Yeah, number two in touchdown passes in the NFL. Who had that on amazing. their bingo card? Yeah, Nobody. amazing. Amazing. Uh, so, yeah, and if you look at the reports from Adam Schefter and Ian Rappaport, the latest reports, he's all but locking up a deal to extending Green Bay. He cannot sign it till May because he already signed an extension in May of last year, so he can't do two in one year for the same player. So Love's not going anywhere. That's definitely a positive. I got two more for you, Steve. Uh, we both agree on Love. Matt LaFleur. Matt LaFleur proved a lot of people wrong this year. When Absolutely. Aaron Rodgers left, I should say when Aaron Rodgers was here and they won three straight years of winning 13 games, everybody was like, yeah, Matt LaFleur, yeah, but he has Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, and he's got Devontae Adams. Yeah, but he's got this and that. Not this year. He had a first-year starter, the youngest offense in the NFL since the modern era, the youngest receiver room in the history of the NFL, and they got to nine wins, or they actually got to ten wins if you include that playoff win in Dallas. Um, and they proved a lot of people wrong, and Matt LaFleur proved that he can lead uh, an NFL team and take them to the playoffs, and, and next year they will compete for the NFC North. Um, the Lions can enjoy the moment that they have now. I hope it falls Flat on their face, but you know the Packers are going to push them for the division next year. And my last one is Brian Gutekunst because he kind of falls into that line with Matt Lafleur. A lot of people said a lot of things about Brian Gutekunst, and man, the 2023 draft class is proving to be massive. And not even the 2023 class, the 2020 class that a lot of people said, "Yeah, oof, that's terrible." What are you, what are you taking a quarterback for? You just mentioned who your positive takeaway was. That is the year he selected Jordan Love who is now going to be in line as one of the highest-paid passers in the NFL. And how do I know that's that's a smart take? Is because one by one, all the people that criticize him, all the <laughs> national experts, are now saying, you know what, we are wrong on that. Yeah. The Mike Silvers. Yeah. The he Peter King. That. Yes. I, 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 I tweeted back to him, Michael Silver, who writes, I, it used to be SI, I don't yeah. know where he... Where he's at now, but you know, he basically said, "Yeah, I was wrong. I was completely wrong about Goody." And Pat McAfee is another one who's come out of you know he had a lot of things to say about him with that trade for Aaron Rodgers, and it proved that you know he Goody put his job on the line, maybe his career, like not to get you know crazy, but maybe if this falls flat on on the Green Bay Packers twenty twenty three year and Jordan Love looked terrible, Goody might not have another job in the NFL. He put his career. Uh, along with his job on the line, and it proved to be the right choice. And in that 2023 draft class, you're talking about Lucas Van Ness, who finished fifth in his class in sacks, mm-hmm. had a quietly good year. Jaden Reed, Luke Musgrave, Tucker Craft. I mean, Rasheed Walker was a seventh round draft pick, and he started at left tackle 99 percent of the years. Yeah, so. let's let's add the re- the young receiver in, uh, group into the mix. Nobody expected this. No. Peter King, the one, the one and only Peter King, who writes every uh, Monday after the, the weekend's football games, mentioned this young receivers core. This is something that everyone needs to understand. This is a group that is very low paid. I think they make less than what the average star yeah. receiver makes. 
as a group, they make less. $7.5 million as a group. And they are signed for a couple <laughs> years here yeah. for the most, the most yep. part. Dobbs is, a, is a, the year earlier. But this is a great, great, talented group of receivers with a young quarterback who has shown he can, he can hit those receivers in stride and score touchdowns at a high level. That's an exciting thing to look forward to next year. And I know, like, it's easy to, you know, be upset, be mad, be angry. But, you know, when, you, when all that goes away, Steve, it, it, this season just exceeded everybody's expectations. Nobody had this this happening. I mean, toe-to-toe with the number one team in the NFL, beating Dallas in the manner that they did. I mean, they are – and I and I said this to you during the break. I can confidently say that, you know, that that San Francisco team, I rewatched the game, you know, watched it live, obviously – in no way, shape, or form did they look like the superior team to the Green Bay Packers. No. And that is a team littered with pro bowlers, all pros, veteran lace guys who have been in the NFC Championship games, have been to Super Bowls, have been to multiple playoff games, and Green Bay did not. And they looked, Green Bay looked like the better team. And that's a hat, you know, hat tip to guys like Matt LaFleur, Brian Gunnikins. Here's where you hang your hat. You beat the number two seed in the Cowboys, right? Embarrassed them. Yes, at home. And you almost beat the number one seed at home, yep. and you had the game up until I don't know how many minutes were left in the game. When, when on, the on a switched. short week. On a short on week. On a short week and a game where you traveled out 3,000 miles. Uh, Bill joins us from Racine. Hey, Bill. Welcome to Monday Morning Quarterback. Thank you very much. Brandon, I have a question for you. I, you may agree with me or not, but whenever the Packers have a third down and one, I cringe <laughs> because... <laughs> They run from the shotgun position. The mesh point is about six yards behind the line of scrimmage. Mm-hmm. You get no forward motion instead of running from the uh, under center position where the running back actually gets a three-yard three yard head start. The mesh point is three yards closer to the line of scrimmage. Why do they run from the shotgun position on third and one? I cringe. Good question, Bill. Yeah, thanks, thanks for the call. Yeah, Bill, I I don't disagree with you at all. I I do too. I, I think it's I think it's silly. I think it's kind of overthinking, overcomplicating things, just getting in your own head. But I agree. Whatever happened to the old school I formation? Get Deguara in the backfield. I know they don't really have a quote unquote fullback on the roster anymore, but I, I agree with Bill. Don't overcomplicate things, you know. And you saw, you know, they they started doing the the tush push, the love shove with you know the quarterback going under center, um, but. You know, I think at moments on third and one, if you want to take a deep shot, depending on where you are on the field, you know, if you're in the plus territory and you're going to go for it on fourth down, if you don't get it, you know, then I'm okay with that. But yeah, I think I think I'm with Bill. Just don't overthink it. Does Dylan being out do that impact? Yeah, that? probably. I mean, that's I mean, it does. I mean, that's a blocker. And, and I was trying to talk because my dad and I are watching a game, and we're going back and forth. We're arguing. We're celebrating. We're high fiving. We're yelling. Um, he's a you know. Grounded and pound it. I, you can't do that to AJ Dill or excuse me, Aaron Jones. You can't. He, he's just not built for twenty five plus right. carries a game. Aaron Jones wasn't a problem. He had five straight one hundred yard games yeah. in the games that mattered, and and he was brilliant on uh, Saturday night as well. Best of his career in, in these last stretch. Yeah, and you know we're talking about the future. Um, Jordan loves the no brainer. Aaron Jones, there's a question whether they'll pay what it's going what it's going to require. I think Aaron Jones wants to be in Green Bay. He loves this town. Loves his team. Mm-hmm. Loves his teammates. I don't think that should be difficult. And other than those two, the other only other big contract that's looming out there is what you do with David Bakhtiari. I mean, he's made a lot of money not playing. Is there a home home team advantage for that? I don't know what his interests are. A lot of people say he's going to go play for New York. He's he's a you know a question mark because he's injured. 
And whether or not a t- another team will take a chance on him, I don't know. But there needs to be protections built into the Packers agreement if they do it with him mm-hmm. to, to say, look, we can't pay $20 million to have you sit there. That's the reality for Packers. That's a tough one. Yeah, and it's you talk about like a Hall of Fame type career, like trajectory. Like that's where Bakhtiari was on. I mean, all pro for so many years. You know, he was looking like he was a sure, you know, Sherlock gold jacket type guy. But man, injuries have really derailed his career. I don't know where. I, I know it's a twenty million twenty million dollar cap hit. If they they're not going to cut him because he's an asset, right. right? You either keep him, you pay him, and you hope that he's healthy. But that I I would imagine Steve in the back of the mind of Brian Gudenkins. Is he ever going to be healthy? It's got to be there. And can you trade him and maybe get an extra second? That might be where the value is. They have is. five top 100 picks yeah, this year. They're they have the fourth most draft capital in the NFL, so they might be able to add to it. All right, we've got a great call coming from uh, Florida. Sort of a, uh, a thank you call to us, or a, I'm sorry call, because the, the caller, he said the Packers wouldn't beat the Cowboys, and I don't know what happened. <laughs> and then we're going to answer the Joe Barry question, which is mm-hmm. on people's minds. Big-time sports guy Brandon Snide joining me on the last Monday morning quarterback of this 2023 season. It's love. Far side, throws complete. Caught for the touchdown. Tucker Kraft and the pack back in front. Oh, last few minutes. Oh. He doesn't stink. He's awesome, actually. Jordan Love. I find this offensive, Charlie. Yeah, I don't know what Charlie's trying to get to here, but... <laughs> Jordan Love, the star quarterback of the Green Bay Packers. He's he's uh, not anything I think we have to worry about. Let's let's get Tex from Florida in for the conversation real quick. Hey, Tex. Good morning. Good yeah, morning. Yeah. I owe you a call from last week. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. They were pathetic. That's all I can say. <laughs> yeah. They were pathetic. Yeah, Tex is a Cowboys fan. It's, how, it's what, not surprising. It's, it's, I mean, for 30 years, basically. Now, it's, that's what I'm used to. Yeah, how did it feel watching that? They play horrible, how did it feel like, like you as a Cowboys fan watching that butt kicking down there a couple weeks ago? Well, like I said, <laughs> it's not that surprising. Yeah, That's what they do. What do you think I mean, about what do you think about the McCarthy decision to keep them? You're not surprised. What do you think about the McCarthy decision to bring him back? I never, I never liked it when he went there in the first place. <laughs> and I thought for sure. Actually, I texted a friend of mine and I said, "I don't think he's going to be fired by halftime." Yeah, you no. know that next game. Jerry's loyal to that guy, and and uh, you know he's going to get. It's going to be his last chance because if he doesn't win next mm-hmm. year and go really far in the playoffs, playoffs, I don't See think he's going to. I don't think yeah. he's going to be around. Thanks for the call, text calling from Florida. Nice of text to kind of own up to the fact that he picked the Cowboys. All right, Joe Barry. Everybody wants to know about Joe Barry, mm-hmm. defensive coordinator, Green Bay Packers. He kind of cranked it up a notch at the uh, the end of the 2023 season. I thought the defense was fine for the most part on uh, on on Saturday. They were great in the Dallas game for the most part until the end of the game when they got garbage stuff. Do we bring Joe Barry back? No, no. And I agree with you. Uh, since that Carolina game, the defense turned up the notch. Nine. It was Minnesota. You didn't necessarily play. How is that possible? Actually, because they played horribly in the Carolina game. Because you know what happened after that Carolina game. What did Matt Lafleur say? I'm going to be more into the defensive meetings than I ever have before. I wish he would have said that like in week three. Well, I agree. But if you're head coach, this is why I don't think he'll be back. And, and, and credit to Joe Barry. He was definitely not the problem on Saturday. Although, you know, you would like to have seen a stop there at the end. But, you know, nonetheless, it's hard to stop offenses in the NFL, especially one of the best offenses. But I'll say this about, you know, the defense. If your defensive coordinator, if you're, if the head coach has to intervene, then that probably 
tells you everything that you need to know. Since they gave up that comeback from Carolina, I know the Packers won that game. Carolina still hasn't scored. They won't <laughs> score, Steve, until 2024. Right, right. Maybe 20. I mean, they'll score in 2024. But, like, so that, that kind of tells you everything. If the head coach, who's an offensive-minded person, has to leave that meeting room to go and, you know, oversee what he's doing in the defensive meetings and what he's coaching and what he's instructing them, that's probably indicative on what, you know, his future is going to look like. Now, I did think if they got to the NFC Championship game, and I still think they should, they would have beat Detroit. I think they would have beat them by two scores. Hmm. And the text around here says, if I'm not rooting for Detroit, who am I rooting for? Nobody. I hope they all lose. <laughs> um, but, I, you know, I think they would have, I think he would have maybe have retained him, but I don't, I don't think. Joe Barry's going to be back. And here's the other thing that I don't think he's going to be back. His contract expires. Yes. So it's not like they have to fire him and then pay him. Yeah. They can just do that, well, mutual agreement, you know, you go your How way. How quickly do you think that's going to happen? Matt LaFleur's meeting with the media in an hour from now at 1030. You think he had already announced Lambo that? time? No, it take, it'll take, you know, because they have to do the exit, you know, meetings with every single right. player. Do you have to do the, that with every player and every coach? Like. They do. It's a respect thing. And why does it have to all be done the first day? Why don't you spread it out over a week? Yeah. Well, off-season plans, probably. I guess. You know what I mean? Probably playing these guys a lot of money. They can stick around for a few days. No, I agree. So they'll they'll probably have their meetings. I would anticipate, Steve, if I had to guess, by Thursday you'll probably know the direction. And Matt LaFour is not the type of guy that's going to come out. Now, last year he did come out in his press conference and said, Joe Barry's not going anywhere. And kind of everybody was like, really? That's this afternoon? Ten, that's an hour from now. All right. So we'll we'll monitor it. Would you please monitor that for us so that you can let will. us know? If, if... I'll, I'll give you a live call in if anything All right, that, yeah, we'll look drastically that. changes while All right. I'm at so, home. So we are going to – we're not going to continue Monday Morning Quarterback on the show, per se, but you and I are going to do a version of it on the podcast side of things next season. So I'm looking forward to that. This is therapy for me. It is. It's good. I'm glad you worked it out. I'm, you know – be extra nice to your wife this week. I'll to talk make, to her today. Yeah, make you know, make sure make up I'm, for that. I'm, I'm, you know, yesterday was the sad phase. Today's more of the angry phase, and then hopefully Tuesday I'm over it. It's amazing that I'm like the 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 balanced one. I I, I was at a party and you know I was a little upset, but I didn't like demonstrate it in that. I way. wasn't angry, but I was sad. Sad, yeah. Because this now was such angry. a fun team, Steve. Like there were no expectations. And here's the other thing about it. Like this is also kind of refreshing. We're going to end on a positive note. You don't have to worry about your future of the quarterback. He's going to play in Green yeah, Bay next year. Yeah. You don't have to worry about retirement. You don't have to worry about wanting to go somewhere else. That drama, this should be the first normal offseason we have since when? 2019? Yeah, that's Because the year they drafted Love, it was a mess. Yeah, no, that's you know, good. That's a nice was, way to end it. There yeah. you go. All right, so Positive we're going to relax this, as, as Aaron Rodgers said. <laughs> R-E-L-A-S. Yeah, all right. Uh, pleasure doing this with you all. It's been a joy. And we'll, like I said, we'll have a different yeah. version of it next year, but always enjoy talking Packers Thank with you. the one, the only Brandon Stein, big-time sports guy. You can hear his work right now on the uh, Wisconsin Morning News show.